0: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. dot com slash forever thirty five to get free shipping and three hundred and sixty five day returns. Quince dot com slash forever thirty five. Oh, hello there! Welcome to Forever Thirty Five, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer, and I'm Dori Schaffrere. And we
2: are not experts per se or
0: what's like what's like the opposite of per se <laughs> like or in actuality <laughs> <laughs> or not in actuality or at all or at all we're just two friends who like to talk
1: a lot about serums, indeed we do, and you know this is a mini episode, which is where we hear from you. The listeners of this podcast. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we try to answer your questions to the best of our ability.
0: And please remember, we're not experts. We're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed.
1: And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text message number is 781-591-0390 and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com.
0: And you may visit our website forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Please do follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. Join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. Or the password is serums. And please do sign up for the newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And if you're hearing this on Monday, June 7th, I really hope you're going to join us at the happy hour later today.
1: Where I'm just going to party my butt off.
0: <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh, And oh, just a reminder that the... Today, thanks for waiting. Launch event extravaganza is happening on June 28th and 29th. The one and only Kate Spencer will be there, as well as for both nights. For both nights, many other special guests, including Jasmine Guillory, Elizabeth Holmes, Maureen Gu. I mean, the list goes on. It's going to be great, it's going to be a party. There's a free ticket that gets you access to everything. There is a paid ticket that gets you a signed copy of Thanks for Waiting, plus access to a very fun after party where a bunch of the special guests will be participating. There is a link to register for the launch event in our show notes on our website. It's also on my website, dory-offreer.com. There's no reason why you shouldn't be there. It's going to be great. You can come for one night. You can come for two nights. It's up to you, really. Any way, anyway. Kate, mm-hmm. I feel like you're having a little bit of a... Am I having an existential
2: crisis? I think you might be.
0: What's going on? <sighs> okay, Talk you know, to it's me. Been,
2: it's been brought on by another podcast. Oh, go on. Okay. So
1: I have been binging... June, Diane Raphael, and Jessica St. Clair's podcast, The Deep Dive. Now, mm-hmm. they, are, they are only a few episodes in. I would say maybe like five, six, something around there. And I'm obsessed with it. And one thing that June said on an episode that really got in my head, it was a real earworm, was, you know, they were talking. I think they were actually talking about skincare and all that and, and like, um, you know, like body physical transformation, like injecting, getting injectables or fillers or boob job or whatever. And something June said was like, you know, I also want to make sure I'm doing the inner work and I'm really focused on the inner work as well as the outer work. And I was like,
2: oh shit.
1: Oh shit. The inner work. Now, of course I do inner work on myself. That's not what I'm saying, but it-
2: Mm -hmm. It did it, this and also aligned with the fact that we interviewed
1: Anne Lamott and she, I've written, I've read some of her books and I read her most recent book, Dusk, Night, Dawn. And she's a very spiritual person with a very engaged spiritual practice.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've, I was like, what, what's my spiritual practice? I don't think I have one. Hmm. Now, I'm not asking
1: for advice on religion. Religion right now, maybe this could change. Never say never, but it's not for me.
2: Mm -hmm, It's great
1: mm -hmm. that it's for other people. I support it. I will go to your church, your mosque, your synagogue, your whatever with you. I enjoy learning about different religions, but however, I am not drawn to a religious practice, but I am interested in a spiritual practice, and I do think there's a difference.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: And so I've kind of been doing a little soul searching about how I feel a bit aimless and lost spiritually, and what is my inner work? What is my what is fulfilling me spiritually? What is going to what is going to be a constant for me through the years
0: mm, these are the big questions kate
1: and i don't have an answer and i mean isn't that the point well are we're always searching for an answer exactly. right I Exactly. Mean, yes but but i also i do also feel like i don't have spiritual comfort Perhaps is the Mm. word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, I did two things just to kind of like, I don't know, do some exploring. And one thing I did was I went through my Peloton app. As you know, I'm a Peloton subscriber.
0: Yeah. And
1: they have many, many short meditations. And so I made myself a 30 day meditation calendar. Via the Peloton app, I made an Excel document. It's actually very beautiful. I have to say, I'm very proud of this document. (laughs) I'm
0: proud of you.
1: I'm proud of you. It is so pretty. I love a pretty document. And I just put a meditation in for every day. And I kind of curated it a little bit with themes. And I I went with the shortest ones. And you know, you could do this with anything. I went with Peloton because I do like that they track everything because I'm a sucker for like seeing things tracked.
0: Uh-huh. But I'm also,
1: you know, I'm also a calm subscriber, and they they sponsor a podcast, but I subscribe to them independently. Um, they would be a great spot to find meditations for this. Um, but I and I'm happy to share this with people. Um, if you are a Peloton user, and then I also as a second, you should part share that, it in
0: Forever Thirty Five Peloton.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, I'll do that. Um, and then as a second part of this, I made a second document that is a gratitude calendar where I'm just writing one. Thing I'm grateful for each day, and so mm. I have these these two documents. So I will go check out, do the five minute meditation, write my gratitude, and move on. And then the other thing I did, Dory, that I was called to do, is I bought myself a new journal.
2: Okay. Now
1: look, sitting behind me right now are a graveyard of journals. Are a graveyard? Sitting behind me <laughs> is a graveyard of journal story. <laughs> R.I.P. to the shelf of journals that I have started, the notebooks, but I just felt like I needed something fresh and new to go along with the fountain pen that I bought myself thanks to the Forever 35 (laughs) Penheads who (laughs) set me on this journey. So I had this vision of myself journaling in my new journal this summer with my fountain pen. Now are these things spiritual practices? I don't know. But I just wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, If anyone's curious, and I'll discuss my fountain pen more, it hasn't arrived yet, but I bought the Lamy Safari fountain pen on the recommendation of a few listeners. So truly pen heads did weigh in and it was really exciting.
0: We did hear from, we did hear from a lot of penheads,
1: a lot of penheads, a lot of fountain freaks. (sighs) Nobody uses these terms, but no, we're going to start. Um. Anyway, I'm curious, like, do you, do you feel like you have a spiritual practice? Do you, does that resonate with you? Do you, do you feel like you need one? Am I just like kind of reeling in the like chaos of the world and looking for something to like cling to? I, I don't know. What is this? Are you,
0: are you asking me or are you asking our listeners?
1: Well, I think first you, okay. and then maybe yeah. listeners.
0: Well, Kate, I don't know if you recall like a couple years ago I was I was like I want to get more into Judaism and I was looking for a synagogue. Do you remember yeah. this whole thing? Of course, and you found one. Yes, I found one and I joined like right before COVID. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> and like honestly, virtual synagogue just like doesn't really do it for me. I mean, I think I do think that for me, at least like a religious practice is something that I like to do in the community of other people. Mm -hmm. Like that's part of the whole point and, and doing it virtually just like didn't really work for me. So, and, and I'm also debating whether the synagogue is right for me. There's like, things I like about it, but also things that don't totally feel right. But then I'm like, maybe there is no perfect place. You know what I mean? So all this to say, yes, this does resonate with me. I think I am a little bit more on the looking to religion side of things versus just like spirituality. I don't really know. like. For me, again, this is all for me personally. For me personally, like spirituality as spirituality, I, I don't I don't totally know what that means. Whereas like religion has this framework that feels very familiar to me. And so it's easier for me to just kind of like slot myself into there. Yeah. Especially because I don't I don't really take like I know some people have issues with their with the religions that they were raised in. For various reasons. And I don't really have that. Like, I don't really have an issue with the type of Judaism that I practice. So that's not really an issue for me. And like, you know, believing in God is like a question that I, I actually don't even think is like relevant.
1: To having a spiritual practice.
0: To ha- to having yeah, a religious practice. Oh, I agree with both. Like I, I, I totally agree. Um, and I feel like for a while that like tripped me up. Like I was like, well, uh, you know, if I don't believe God exists, like how can I be? How can I practice a religion? And now I'm sort of like, I don't think that matters. Which I'm sure a lot of people will disagree with me on, but that's again how I feel. I'm only speaking for myself. Um. So yeah, you don't mean I su- to take
1: us into like prickly religion territory. I'm sorry for putting no, you on the spot no, about look, this. No, look, I
0: I actually don't think that we should consider religion talk to be prickly. Okay. Okay. Like I think it's just it, it's something that we can talk about. So let's talk about it.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: And I support you on this journey.
1: Do you think a, a new monogrammed journal is a super fit? <laughs> way of attaining spirituality. No, I
0: think a new monogram journal is appropriate at any time. And also to answer your question about whether you're just like searching for something sort of in the midst of the chaos of the world. Yes. I mean, I think that's, I think that's why people turn to religion and spirituality to, to help them make sense of the world. Yeah. So it's not surprising that, you know, coming out of a global pandemic when the core of our Beliefs was like and everything that we thought was true about the world was completely shattered. No, I don't think it's surprising that you would be searching for some sort of spiritual <laughs> comfort <laughs> at all. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. How are you? I'm fine, but you know, we've actually been talking for a while. So okay. um I think we should take a break. Okay. And we should hear from Listeners
1: I'm sorry I hijacked this conversation.
0: No it's a very interesting conversation and I actually think that it's one that we can talk about more and I'm interested in hearing about your personal journey and of our listeners.
1: Oh well thank you Dory for your support. I appreciate it all right let's take a little break and then we'll we'll burb.
0: All right. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love.
1: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say...
2: All right. We are back. We're assuming this first
1: I'm assuming this first one is actually a voicemail? No, Dory. This is an email. This was the email. Ah. Okay. This was the full email. Great. Listeners. I mean, look, we love when people reach out to us because we never know what we're gonna get. Sometimes we get a, a thousand word manifesto. And other times we get one to two sentences. This person had a second sentence to this email, but I think there was a typo in it and I couldn't make sense of what they were asking. So I just didn't include it. But their question was this, which I thought was a good one. A question about sunscreen dash how to reapply over makeup question mark exclamation point. That's it. (laughs) Now, I think this is a really good question because you know you at least when i do my makeup with sunscreen i put my sunscreen on after i'm done with my skincare then i put my whole head of makeup on and then you go out into the world and it and if it's 9 in the morning you're going to want to reapply that
2: sunscreen yeah but most of often the
1: sunscreen we use on our face is a cream consistency yes this is also true so i see what's happening here And I will tell you that the solution I have come to is a makeup setting spray with SPF. Mm. Now, I have no idea how I received this product, if I bought it or if it was in like a fab fit fun box or I don't know. But at (laughs) at some point, Kula's makeup setting spray SPF 30 came into my possession and that okay. is what I use. And I think if you were going out and about, you could slip this into your tote and give yourself a little spritz. The other recommendation, I think, is like a mineral powder sunscreen. Yes. Which Color Science makes one that I use. But I mean, you could just Google like SPF makeup setting spray, and I think that would provide you with the coverage you're looking for.
0: I but agree Dory with this as well. thoughts? Um I feel like we get this question quite a bit actually and a makeup setting spray with SPF is usually our answer or you know like you said the the powder I think these are I think these are both the answers
1: I'm just looking on Target right now and Neutrogena has a Daily Defense Sunscreen Face Mist with SPF 50 and I mean in a pinch I would just spray if you have a spray sunscreen I would just squirt that on your face totally I think you can also use makeup with SPF, too, to give you like an added boundary.
2: Oh, there you interesting. go. Interesting. That's where I've landed. Okay. Okay. Great. All right.
1: Transitioning on to some productivity t- tips. Tips, Let's tricks, thoughts. discuss. All right, one person wrote to us and they said, Katendor, when I was doing my MSc, I believe that is a social work degree, I really started struggling with comparing my productivity levels or rather the performance of productivity to those around me. I made myself a small note to remind myself that I don't have to, quote, do productivity in the same way as everyone else. It read, I'm lazy and it feels good. It's almost five years later, and now that note is framed and hanging in my house, lest I forget how good it feels to be lazy. Then they wrote Viva mid morning baths and turning down work that doesn't suit you.
2: Amen. Ooh baby. Yeah.
1: And I should add that this listener included a photograph of this framed note.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. So cool.
1: Yeah, and they skillfully <laughs> framed a note
0: oh, and hung gosh. it on their wall.
1: So uh yeah, you know, this is a real hang-up that I personally have, this idea of of productivity. And I, I actually think it goes kind of hand in hand with my um adult ADHD diagnosis in a lot of ways because Oh. Well, there's so much like I think shame associated with quote lack of productivity or lack yes. of getting things
2: done. Yes. Hey, we just
1: talked about this. Remember? No, Dory. Didn't we establish at the beginning of the episode
0: that I don't <gasps> remember things? Remember it? Okay, so I was like, ta- I was said something, and I was like, "What if they think I'm lazy?" And you were like, "What if they think you're lazy?" Yes, 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 yes. And then we we got into that whole conversation about this. Well, that is what this listener is responding to
1: yes but i mean easier said than done right like it's easy for me to be like well who cares dory what if they think you're lazy but you actually have to grapple with that yeah and there can be consequence like there could be the loss
0: of work and the loss of income if people totally that, you know yes well and i mean i think that's where we get into you know questioning the whole capitalist system that right. rewards this type of you know manic productivity
1: and how poorly as a country we treat our workers
0: yes
2: and how we don't give time for rest Mm -hmm. and how we don't give people good benefits i mean this is a larger conversation
1: agreed what i'm hearing is that we need to run for president as a unit and solve this
0: (laughs) i mean if we were president things would be a lot better Whew, okay. Well, we had another comment about productivity. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, should I, I read can- this? Yeah, you read this one. Okay. Hi, Candor. Listening to Mini Up two hundred eight, and I really related to your talk around wrapping your self worth up with your level of productivity. I'm working on getting out of the mindset that I have to work myself to exhaustion, or otherwise I'm not doing enough and should feel guilty. Ugh. I read the book Laziness Does Not Exist by Devin Price recently, and it was so good on this topic. They go into where this cultural value of productivity comes from, who benefits, guess what, not you, as well as the psychology slash science side of things. You can't push yourself past your limits and produce good work. You're actually more efficient if you work less than the eight hours per day. Our brains weren't meant to focus intently for hours at a time on one task. I need to read this book.
1: I do too. And you know what? Uh, A few people contacted us to recommend it this was not the only person who suggested this book okay yeah so i am majorly intrigued by this and i think this would really help and and like like truly unlearning this is the same as having to like unlearn diet culture right like it's yeah it's that same thing it's so ingrained in us it's so ingrained in us yes The stories we tell our family stories. I mean, it's just oof. oof. Yes,
0: it's so true. I'm really glad that people have written us about this.
1: I am too, Dory. I would love to keep talking about it. It kind of ties in, I feel like, with what we were talking about up top, too. Like and ultimately isn't this individual self-care, but also like the self-care of humanity.
2: Yes. What am I what 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 am I
1: on today? I feel like I'm really just randomly dropping deep thoughts that make no sense. Uh, <laughs> the self-care I'm, of
2: humanity.
1: I'm into oh, it. Oh goodness. Alright. So Dory, you had to set an intention about not to go hoarse while you were recording your audiobook, which was Days and Days of You Talking. It's true.
2: And Someone wrote in with some
1: well thought out tips. Excuse me, someone called, someone called in. Someone called in. Yes.
4: Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, I'm a little behind on the podcast, but I wanted to call in, um, and share some insight into helping preserve Dory's voice while she records her book. Um, so I am a speech language pathologist. And I treat a lot of patients who have misused or overused their voice for a variety of reasons and end up with a hoarse voice or no voice. Um, So I have a lot of tips and tricks that are just generic ones. One of the biggest things that I tell all my patients is to try to limit their caffeine and alcohol intake and improve their hydration. Um, Because if you're dehydrated, your voice is going to get hoarse. Um, also taking a spoonful of honey is super helpful and very soothing. It also has a lot of soothing, um, healing properties. So if you irritate kind of your throat or or whatnot, um, that can be an issue. Um, reflux, acid reflux is a huge one that causes irritation to your voice. So if you're going to be using your voice a lot, try to limit those acidic foods, um, you know, and really make sure that you're, sticking to kind of more of a bland diet um, and just trying to rest your voice as much as humanly possible when you're not using it. Um, You know, and if you feel like your voice is getting hoarse, taking a sip, taking a break if you can and um, then restarting. Um, Anyways, those are just some generic suggestions. Um, I hope that everything goes well and Dory, that your voice doesn't get too hoarse while you're using it so much. Um, and I feel like also these suggestions are just great for people who are using Zoom and telephones and all that good kind of stuff a lot more. Um, yeah. So love the pod. Love you guys. And, um, hopefully I
2: can hear this on the pod.
4: Thanks. Bye.
0: Um, thank you for all those tips. I did. And I feel like I did a lot of those. Did you not so, drink coffee? Well, I did. I I do drink coffee and I did drink coffee. I had my um, traditional tall iced latte um, in the morning, but I didn't have any more coffee throughout the day. I drank some throat coat. I kept, you know what I actually think made the biggest difference or had the most impact was I stayed very hydrated with water Mm. and I do think that that was the most important thing. And I, and I did stop to take like a pause, you know, almost like, I feel like almost every page or two to
2: have
1: a sip of water. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like I most often lose my voice at like parties. That makes
0: sense though, because you're probably not drinking a lot of water and like you're talking loudly, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I always come home and I'm like, (sighs) I mean, not like I'm
1: raging right now, but you know what I mean in the the other times when I party. All right. Dorish, it's time. Dorish. Dory, it's time for a break. Hmm. All right. Let's take a break.
2: All right, we are back with a voicemail.
3: Hi there, calling on a rainy day here in New Jersey. Um, I wanted to call and talk about um what Kate was talking about several weeks ago now regarding her behind. So I do a lot of indoor cycling and the other day I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was horrified at the state of my but They were just not good. The sweat, everything. um They were like bumpy and red. So I went online to go buy some CeraVe salicylic body wash, thinking that would be it, but it was back ordered. So what I have been doing, which seems to really be helping, is two things. Number one, I use the CeraVe salicylic acid face wash. And I do wash my face in the shower, which I know I'm not supposed to, but is what it is. So after I wash my face, while I still have soap on my hands, I soap up my butt cheeks. And then um, I also buy the Pixie Glow Tonic, and I buy the pre-moisten pads because I travel sometimes, so I can just throw them in my bag. And they're double-sided, so I use one side on my face, and then when I'm done, I turn it around and use the other side on my butt. Anyway, just wanted to share. Thanks so much. Bye.
1: Hey, butt care is self-care. And you know what I love especially about this person is that they are really being using like they're they're they seem frugal, which I respect. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like they're not wasting a drop. Like they're using one side on their face and then the other oh, side gosh. on their butt rather than getting a new pad for their butt. Like I love yes. squeezing every drop out. It's so funny. It's so true. You know, we I, Pixie sent us some products, which was a real treat. And so, yes. and I, they sent us some body products. So I'm excited to give those a whirl.
0: You know, I have used their glycolic scrub a couple times in the shower. Yeah, I put Me it on too. dry. I put it on dry skin, and then I wash it off in the shower. Mm. And I, I, I think it's pretty good. I gotta yeah. say,
2: well, this listener would agree, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure.
2: All right. Let's hear one more voicemail.
4: Hey guys, I know it's not a thing in America, but if anyone can make it a thing in American English, your newsletter comes out fortnightly. That's the word. It comes out fortnightly. Um, again, I know you don't use it there, but if anyone can make a catch on, it's you guys. Thanks
2: fortnightly of course now i don't think we can do this you don't i don't think we can change
1: this i mean for our (laughs) specific country where we live no
0: but wait maybe we can change it people maybe we can change it personally
1: do you think and now look, this is gonna be our activity of the week. Try to say fortnightly once in a in a conversation, but like if that came out of your mouth, let's say like you and I were out to dinner with a group of friends and someone was like, Hey, um, Dory, how often do you go for a run? And you were like, Oh, I go fortnightly. <laughs> Would <laughs> and this is no disrespect to oh, God. people who use this word in in, you know, UK, Australia. South Africa, Canada possibly, I don't know, New Zealand, but Dory, truthfully, fortnightly, I don't, how can that come out of our mouths? You just don't think it can catch on? Bi-weekly is so, like, that is in my brain, but fortnightly? <laughs> I
0: like it's how, beautiful. Like, it Sounds. Gorgeous. I like how, like, offended you are by <laughs> I love the suggestion. So, I just don't gosh.
1: believe in myself that I could ever use this word. It's kind of like when I try to sign an email off with cheers and I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm performing. I don't feel like this is a real word that has come out of me. Hmm. All right. I hear that. Again, I am in a spiral today. This is just a, a lovely suggestion about a word and I've taken it and made it into something more. <laughs> But our newsletter does come out Uh, fortnightly. That's right. Yep. 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 And fortnightly means every two weeks. Once every two weeks. Yep. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, listen, I will talk
2: to you in a fortnight. I can't wait. (laughs) I really can't wait. Oh, boy.
1: How long is your trip? It's a fortnight. Do you say fortnight to describe a full two weeks, or does it just mean it takes place every two weeks?
2: Do you know I, what I mean? I do know what like, you mean. Is a fortnight two weeks
1: long?
0: I think it is. Okay. I know. It's I know. a lot. I love still, lot.
1: still learning new things here. All right. Well, listen, we love you, listeners. <sighs> Thanks so much for all your thoughts and tips and questions.
2: Yeah. And we will, uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye everyone. Cheers.